Hi, this is Peter Kessler, and I'm excited to introduce you to a new podcast I'm hosting called Reading the Break, coming to you each week out of Orlando, Florida. You may remember me from my Golf Channel days where I produced and hosted a few thousand live interviews with the greatest players and teachers in golf. Or you may have caught me on the PGA Tour Network on Sirius XM, where I hosted a daily talk show for 10 years. People are always asking me, hey, Peter, what are you up to these days? Well, it's been years since I felt this enthusiastic about a golf show, and I hope we have some fun. The general goal of reading the break is to tell you stories about the most fascinating subjects in the world of golf, both old and new. Each show starting with stories from my experiences, spending time interviewing the greatest players and teachers of the 20th century. These are going to be short three to five minute stories where I'm going to look back into those past relationships and tell you anecdotes that might be new to you. Then we're also going to evaluate some compelling current events and look ahead to next week's tournament play. I'm excited about the podcast, and I hope you will be too. If you haven't already, be sure to click subscribe if you're listening in iTunes so that we can automatically update you each week, or if you're checking us out through a streaming platform, visit us at readingthebreak.com and subscribe so we can notify you by newsletter when the latest episode becomes available. Here's a small sample of what's to come. A little story about the one and only Arnold Palmer and one about the great Gene Sarazen. The first time I met Arnold Palmer was in October of 1994, a few months before the Golf Channel would launch in January of 1995. When you go to visit Arnold in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, where he was born and raised and still kept a house and an office, his office is actually inside of a converted house. And you walk in the front door, and right in front of you, maybe 10 by 12 feet in size, under glass, is a master's jacket, the four Sunday scorecards representing the four Sunday scores that he shot when he won in 1958, 1960, 1962 and 1964 and there were wax seals and there's signatures and there's ribbons and it's all very official looking so i'm standing there alone and i look at the card from 1958 and i recognize it for what it is then i look at the card from 1960 and i knew that arnold finished three 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 on the sunday that he won the masters in 1960 by a shot over ken venturi but the card I'm looking at finishes 3-4-6 instead of 3-3-3, three, 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 which is what he actually shot to win. And I'm looking at the card, and I realize it's the wrong card, and then I recognize it for what it is. It was the card from the next year, 1961, where from the middle of the 18th fairway, he made a double bogey to lose by a shot to his good friend Gary Player. At that moment, his administrative aide, Doc Giffen, came out to introduce himself to me. And we chatted for a couple of minutes, and I said, Hey, Doc, I said, the 1960 card that's in here is not the 1960 card. It's actually the 1961 card where Arnold screwed the whole thing up on the 18th hole to lose to Gary Player. And Doc Giffen looked at me, and he said, You know, this is your first day working for the Golf Channel. This would not be a good time to get fired. He said, do you realize how many people have seen this card? 
thousands and thousands of people have been in this office. Look at the ribbons. Look at all of the stuff from Augusta National underneath this frame. I'm telling you, just keep your mouth shut and forget about it, and we'll talk about it later. And I said, no, 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 I'm absolutely certain of my ground. And he said, okay, then you tell Arnold. And he went into a back room, and he got Arnold, and Arnold came out. And we shook hands, and his hands were huge. His fingers were like bananas. Each one of his fingers was twice as wide as each one of your fingers. So I lost my hand inside of Arnold's hand, and I said to him, Hey, Arn, I said, check out this card. Remember in 1960, you finished 333 to beat Ken Venturi by a shot. But this is the card where you screwed the whole thing up from the middle of the 18th fairway with a one-shot lead, made a double bogey, and lost by a shot to your good friend Gary Player. So he gives me a look, and he turns around, and he folds his arms, and he looks at the card, and he looks at the card, and he looks at the card, and then finally he says, without turning around, I can't believe I lost to that son of a bitch. Gene Sarazen was one of the greatest players in the history of the game. He invented the sand wedge. He was the first guy to win all four major championships over the course of his career. He was born in 1902, the same year as Bobby Jones, and was a contemporary of Jones and Walter Hagen in the 1920s when they were the three best players. In the 1920s, when Sarazen was in his 20s, he used to take the train into New York City from Harrison, New York, where he grew up and lived. Well, Saracen figured out that if he took a train that stopped at 1.15 at one of the stops under the way into the city called Pelham, that the Ziegfeld Follies showgirls would be getting on to go into the city to rehearse and get ready for that evening show. So he would take that train in, he would step off onto the platform at Pelham at 1.15, and he would flirt with this one particular blonde woman who wouldn't, in his words, give him a tumble. So this is the mid-1920s. 60 years goes by. It's the mid-1980s. Somebody comes up to him where he's playing in a celebrity event and says, there's a woman who would like to talk to you. And Saracen said, what does some woman want with an old man like me? So he went up, and there was a blonde woman, and she said, do you remember me? And he said, well, I looked her over, and I didn't remember her, and I told her so. And she said, well... I'm the blonde woman that you used to flirt with on the train tracks in Pelham in the 1920s, and I would just like to introduce myself. My name is Mrs. Bob Hope. For Reading the Break, I'm Peter Kessler. Peter Kessler.